Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. We've known him, the voice of all things reasonable in Indiana, and uh, a veteran of Indiana politics for almost 20 years, Abdul Hakeem Shabazz. And actually a little bit of uh, semi-breaking news here. I yeah. For- I forgot what it was like to do radio like this during the day, 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 on a regular basis, uh, because folks listen. Yeah. And every once in a while, if you say something, they'll let you know especially for with you yes <laughs> I, I can always tell when i'm right because i get crickets no one says anything but if i'm if i'm off on uh, my information uh they will let me know i just got an email uh from Sam crouch's uh campaign manager uh basically saying they're not having trouble issues with ballot access uh let me know they met the threshold they got their signatures and they're going to continue to get them just to be on the to be on the safe side uh saying that's uh representative of the strong grassroots support Suzanne has across the state. Yeah, that part I get, but uh, apparently Suzanne Crouch not having issues with her signatures. Now, when I was told Suzanne was having an issue with her signatures, it was about, oh, about like a week or two weeks ago. But obviously, you know, Dan Politics Lifetime, things right. change. So that means so far, uh, Suzanne has her signatures now. Eric Doden has his. Still waiting on uh, Brad Chambers and uh, Mike Braun. Okay. I would think Chambers and Braun, they've got deep pockets and deep organizations. Yeah, yeah, they should, yeah, they should, they should have them. So, all right, so that that's a, that be so there will be at least four on right. Indiana's ballot. Curtis Hill, still questionable, still questionable. I love this. So, Abdul, so tell people about all your publications and what you do <laughs> and why you are the gossip and rumor monger for all of Indiana politics. Uh, well, I'm, a, I'm an attorney, as you guys know. No offense. Please don't hate me for that. I uh, also uh, write the web blog, IndiePolitics.org. I've been writing that for, oh gosh, like 12, 13 years now. Uh, open source, so you can have advertisers, partners, so you can read it in you know, audio interviews the whole nine yards. But I also uh, do this publication called The Cheat Sheet, uh, which is 100 bucks a year. Just raised my prices for the first time ever. Well, it's still <laughs> it's a deal. Yes, it is. But pretending how, uh, how much you got to pay for other folks' uh, stuff here in town. And The Cheat Sheet is, is all the gossip, rumor, and innuendo that you, that you hear about, but no one ever really writes about. And where I got the idea to do The Cheat Sheet was when I used to do my blog, Indiana Barrister, I would always have these little tidbits of information that, that weren't necessarily full blog post articles, but they were more than just, but they are worth a mention. Right. And so one day I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to put all this in a, in a little column and see if, some, see if somebody would pay for it. So I put in a column. I think I may have sent it to you and a, and a couple yeah, other folks. I, I was a beta tester yeah, on that. Yeah, beta, beta tester. And like, yeah, we'd pay for like how much? Like, oh, you no, know, X, Y, Z. You're like, yeah, okay. So I just put it out there. And next thing you know, this thing had pay for my last trip to seattle <laughs> also helped pay for my last cruise we took uh last year so the so the and the cheat sheet has a bad habit of being more right than sometimes even i feel comfortable with and uh, and i knew it was i knew we we're onto something when one time i mentioned a, a state senator who who shall be nameless and he called me I'm like hey senator how's it going like why are you calling me like well i just read your cheat sheet and that's total you know bs blah 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 okay wait a second here I don't know who all my subscribers are, but I know who isn't, and you're not a subscriber. No, somebody sent to me, like, I knew that thing was getting circulated. <laughs> I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. So then I started self-advertising it. And now that thing is read 
all the time but i love it because yeah and we're, we're a little bit later on this morning coming up uh, about 11 20 we're going to talk about an item that you had in last week's cheat sheet, cheat sheet i don't even think you had intended to send out a cheat sheet but there was just a little snippet at the very end <laughs> on the, the last page that made my eyebrows go up and just go hmm yeah uh, you, and using the cheat sheet, if you're on the first page, it's usually bad. It's never right. good. If you're on the last page, it's usually good. Though so somebody got a promotion or you know, birth or or marriage. Not not in this case. Not in this case. <laughs> but, but, I, but I got some information. I was like, gosh darn it. Like, people, just stop doing this stuff. And we'll talk about that. We, we will talk about yeah, yeah, that yeah. coming up. Yeah. So uh, one of the other things that you've done here for WIBC, uh, you had an interview with Mike Hicks on the uh, his predictions for the 2023-2024 economy. Uh, he says things are going well. What? So tell me what all was in this interview. Uh, Mike Hicks, uh, by the way, you can uh, hear the interview up at IndyPolitics.org. Uh, it's sort of our end of the year, so we always talk about the, the economy and how things are doing. And uh, my, my big question for Mike was, what is this sort of dichotomy between what, what, sort of, what sort of what the economy is doing and how people feel about it? Because there's an old analogy. Uh, just, just, just bear with me for a second here, folks. Uh, there's this guy, he's a sheep farmer. And so one day he's out you know, getting all the sheep to do whatever, and he's got a, a formal event that night. So he goes, so he gets all the sheep in the barn, goes in the shower, takes a shower to change his clothes, and he comes out in the towel and his wife walks in and she sees him surrounded by all these sheep. And it's like, honey, it's not what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I say with, with the economy, it's it's not what it is. For some people, it's what it looks like. And between, you know, inflation and, you know, sort of uh, people doing sort of less with more in the pandemic, people don't feel good about the economy, even though, as, as Mike Hick tells us, all the signs show that the economy is doing well. You got the, the Federal Reserve about to do like maybe sort of three interest rate cuts uh next year you also got the stock market sort of going off the off the chain now they're there's still some there's still some inflationary pressures in there too but uh inflation is sort of uh, getting back to normal but people just don't necessarily feel it and if they don't feel it then it's you know is it there is it not there so i can give you all the facts all the data that you want but if people don't feel it then it's not for them it's not happening so one thing, obviously, this is why I'm not running monetary policy. I don't understand why the Fed ever says, "Oh my gosh, the economy's doing great. We need to slow it down." Uh, because I think I think part of what the pressure is, it, it's inflationary pressure. Because when more people are working, there's more money being circulated, so the prices tend to go up because of inflation, because there's more money circulated. Uh, it's like we did with the pandemic, and then the stimulus that added you know tr- a trillion dollars to our to our to our national debt. So, so from that perspective, I can see what you want to keep. You, what the what the Fed's job is: keep the economy on, on a slow, steady pace. Mm-hmm. You know, three percent inflation a year, which is considered "quote unquote" normal with all, with all that money that's been floating around lately. Guess what? All the prices went up, and also shortages too of things like eggs, you know, housing stock markets, the whole the whole nine yards. So, so there's that perspective. What what Hicks talked about, and what Hicks is worried about is sort of sort of that some sort of these fiscal cliffs that we're dealing with like medicaid funding like for example state revenues have been basically flat uh but but the medicaid expenses have gone up by a billion dollars because somebody yes. forgot to carry the one uh, there might be a couple ones and a zero that forgot to get carried on that yeah which is which is my next thing it was like how the heck did we end up uh in this situation and 
Why didn't somebody tell lawmakers two weeks ago when you found it as opposed to at the budget revenue forecast? Okay, so uh, let me go off on a tangent here and just ask that question. How did that get to that number get to be a billion dollar shortfall before somebody raised the alarm? Surely somebody noticed like, oh, looks like we're going to be short a hundred million dollars. Maybe we should tell somebody. Well, like I said, uh, I want to say the, the the budget folks mentioned this. They said they discovered about two weeks before the budget hearing. Uh, my thing is somebody should have been sort of paid attention to this over. Is it that kind of Senator Ryan Mishler's job? Uh, but Mishler, he didn't know. I want, But should he have known? Well, that's the question. Should he have known? Should have been told, which is why Ryan and I got a chat after the first of the year you tell ryan i said hello and I'm, <laughs> I'm anxiously awaiting his answer like hey ryan what did you know and what 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 did lawmakers know and when did they know it right it, it and i guess the, he's not going to give you a straight answer on this but i think it begs the question to other people should he have known yes should i mean his job is to be, he should he have known, the should, budget should he have known should jeff thompson have known should the members of the budgetary committee uh, have known and should somebody have told them like as soon as we found like hey we got an issue or problem here you need to be aware of x y yeah, See, as opposed uh, to find out during a budget hearing. Right. So, yeah, there's a couple failures here. Because, I mean, this is the budget that they just passed this year. They just passed it in, what, April? Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's not even that old, and it's supposed to carry us for two years. So we have a huge shortfall. I'm sure that somewhere this summer, somebody noticed um, our revenue or our, our expenditures are going up and our revenues are not, we might want to let somebody know. So either somebody was holding that information and not sharing it with the people who needed to know it, or the people who needed to know it were not asking for it. And the, and the, and the Medicaid population only grown by about 100,000 and some change. Granted, they were, they were like, it grew by like 400,000 under the pandemic, but those folks have sort of come off the Medicaid rolls, but it still grew by 100,000. And so that's where that billion. Somebody might want to look at the age of Hoosiers and notice that there's a whole bunch of baby boomers that are turning 65 every year. And that number's going up and they're not passing away like they once were. So moving back to just the economy in general, and indulge me, I am not an official economist. However, I am somebody that knows how math works. And and I'm going to blame both the Republicans and Democrats for this. So when the pandemic hit, it started with Trump and he started just throwing money at businesses, all those PPP loans. And then when Biden got elected, he continued to just throw money into the economy. So over the course of that two-year span, there was about 25% more money in the economy and in circulation than there had been previously. So that just means that all you've done is devalue everybody's currency by 25%, i.e. you're gonna have inflation that's gonna go to about 25% before it settles in. So. What inflation ticked me off was when I went to uh, Target and bought my Mars candy bar. My stickers with almonds, it was more expensive and smaller. I've noticed several things getting smaller. I was like, what the hell? Because I remember, I remember when this candy bar used to cost me like fifty cents at the gas station across around the street, around the corner from my house in college. Did you now, go out and yell at a cloud right after that? <laughs> get off my lawn! <laughs> oh man, yells at a cloud with, with my with my pants with my shorts up around my waist, <laughs> my long socks and sandals. You are listening to Brad Kloffenstein and Abdul Hakim Shabazz. We are filling in for the Kendall and Casey show. When we come back, we tease this. I want to talk to Abdul about something that he had in his cheat sheet that raised an eyebrow. You're listening to ninety three WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, 
Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Holy cow, Abdul, you and I have done that road trip 106 miles to Chicago at least a couple times. Yes, we have. <laughs> Brad Kloppenstein, Abdul Hakeem Shabazz sitting in for Kendall and Casey who are out enjoying their holidays. One time I had to buy a new car. You did have to buy a new car. <laughs> so, yeah, I... Uh, Let's see. I yeah, I drove you up to Maryville. Yep. Because uh, yeah, you're coming back from Chicago. Your car died. You're like Mr. Kloppenstein, you know people up here. <laughs> How about you come get me, and we're gonna buy a car. I remember that. Oh my gosh, that's fun. That's fun. So yeah. So uh, if you can't tell, I have known Abdul now for almost all of his 20 years here in Central Indiana. So uh, you're more Hoosier than most Hoosiers now. Which is kind of frightening. It is kind of frightening, <laughs> which is why people tell you things that they don't necessarily tell other people. So this week in your cheat sheet that came out, um, the first couple pages I read it, it was normal cheat sheet stuff, talking about what's going on in Indiana, kind of talking on about campaigns and whatever else is in there. The very last page had a interesting little snippet, and I'm going to paraphrase. I did not copy this down. But uh, you mentioned that a particular, you didn't even say the name. You just said, if you're a legislator, you should stop fooling around with staffers because your spouse may not like it. In a nutshell, yes. Uh, I'm pulling up here right now uh, on the computer. What I wrote was this. H.E. Poll, blah, blah. Ah, ah, here we go. It 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 was labeled under FYI. Here's what I wrote, folks. While I don't print this type of stuff, uh, even though we get all the time, contrary to what some folks say, we are not the National Enquirer. Now, with that said, if you are a state lawmaker, please stop sleeping with your legislative assistant or assistants. It doesn't help anyone, especially if you're married. And it's morally wrong, and more importantly, legally wrong. So cut that crap out, or at least do it out of state. And on that happy note, that's it for 2023. <laughs> So, um, have you heard from many people about that? Uh, I've heard from a number of... uh, Actually, I heard from a number of different people uh, who kind of forwarded me the information. They're people who don't necessarily interact with each other. And that's one of the signs that I could tell. If it's just one person, hey, I heard, yeah, whatever. But if it's like two or three, it's like, okay, what the heck is going on here? And like I said, we're we're not the National Enquirer, so we don't do any names or anything. But I made it. I made it abundantly clear that yes, I know who it is. No, I'm not going to say who it is. But this is just just just, just a word of warning for everybody: don't do this. Because I got emails from people that like as soon as it went out, who is it? Who is it? Like, no, I'm not saying who it is. Just stop doing it. Just stop it. Stop. Or go to Las Vegas. Go work out whatever you need to work out of your system, and go get it done. Then come back refreshed and good to go. But not now. <laughs> 
And and the thing is, what re- what really ticked me off was that was like the fourth cheat sheet I put out in December. Yeah, usually they come out every couple of weeks or so. Yeah, every every ten every ten to fifteen days, in session maybe like two three times a month. But this was like four. I was like. What in the world is wrong with people? Like, can't a gossip monger just take a couple days off? <laughs> take everyone's blood pressure and get better? So, now, I, this brings up a lot of questions. Um, I guess question number one, aren't there ethics committees in the caucuses or in each chamber that, in theory, should be dealing with this? And before it gets to somebody like you, shouldn't there be an ethics committee Smacking somebody actually, down. Actually, even before it gets, first of all, you shouldn't do it. Period. So, right, it, never, so, it, never, it. so it never gets an ethics committee. Right. Number two, before an ethics committee gets to this, usually a lawmaker will like, hey, pull somebody aside, like, hey, stop doing what you're doing. You're going to get in trouble. Just cut that out. And then if they don't, then it goes to an ethics committee, and then it gets ugly and in, in the in the weeds and all that. Um, I think in this situation here someone pulled the lawmaker over to the side before it got to an ethics committee and then that person sort of cut out the behavior plus the la isn't there anymore okay so. now i've heard a number of different things versions on, for, well i've heard versions um it it sounds like it was maybe i mean there, there, both parties were down with it um but yeah, there's there's some ethics problems. Ironically, I've heard the ethics committee, people will go and find out if they have an ethical conflict on voting on pieces of legislation that affect their business or their industry that they're in. However, I have heard that the chambers almost never, in fact, have not dealt with something like this at all, which you would think that that's what the ethics committees are for. Um, I want to say the last time the ethics committee got together uh, was... Uh Oh, what's his face from Cicero? Uh, oh, the, um, Eric Turner. Eric Turner, yeah. Uh, his whole thing with the with the nursing home situation and and that whole thing. I think that was I think that was the last time the ethics committee had like a sort of a public uh, forum type deal. But no, you, you go to the ethics committee like, hey, I may have a conflict. Is the conflict? Can I vote on this? Yes, you can. Or no, no, don't do it. And that's usually how these things get done. But usually it involves legislation, where that where where it's unclear whether somebody has a conflict of interest that to tell somebody don't go get your meat from the same place where you get your bread right now we got an issue i'm sure that some of our listeners are listening to us saying well you know if they're two consenting adults this is just between the legislator and maybe his spouse however the house and senate both have rules that prohibit them from co-mingling with staffers correct exactly yes and that is where Problem number one comes up. Problem number two is the spouse, I think, knows a little bit about this because I, I did hear that said legislator suddenly was driving home a lot during session on yes. a daily basis when most legislators will stay downtown. So hopefully they get all this figured out. Yes, and, and said spouse is now a uh, subscriber to the cheat sheet and to my daily email, too. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, new subscriber. Thank like you I said, for folks, your $100. I'm not, I'm, I, I, I wish I was making this stuff up, but I'm not. And, and unfortunately, and or fortunately, this is the universe that I live in, and God only knows what's going to happen in 2024. Oh, it's going to be a great year. Um, Party to bottle. Do you have any predictions for 2024? Yes, I never knew a black man could be so happy and so busy. <laughs> Abdul, I am so glad you figured out how to profit all all this because you were fantastic at it. So, yeah, um, that's interesting. And it 
and I I don't know that this has this is a supermajority type thing. Obviously, there's supermajorities in both chambers. Um, I think how this gets addressed probably sometimes this ends up behind closed doors more often than you'd like just because you you don't have a second party that's holding people accountable right and also too like i said the la isn't there anymore so so there's whole that that there so there's that whole thing too but uh when i found out about it it wasn't pretty so i had i figure i had to say something so i figure okay if i'm going to say something it's going to be in the last edition of the cheat sheet for 2023 i love it that voice is abdul akim shabazz i am brad kloffenstein we are sitting in all day today for kindle and casey when we come back after news with kurt darling we're going to go over the top 10 causes that hoosier supported at change.org in 2023 life is full of things to manage your work your family your plans and your treatment consider kesimpta ofatumumab 20 milligram injection you can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Right back. Eleven thirty-two, ninety-three WIBC. It's Brad Kloffenstein, Abdul Akim Shabazz, sitting in. Is for, this float on? What's that? Well, all float on, all right. It is float on. Jack is bringing it on the bumper music here. The yep, last it's hour. Float on. Wait, float on by Modest Mouse. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, frankly, I wanted to just let that song play out. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah. Hey, give me, give, hey, give me my '90s modern rock alternative, and I'm the happiest camper in the entire world. Yeah, that's that's one of about my favorite channel on Sirius XM when I'm road tripping. So, well, actually, what I found it is, uh, as we're now in our you know early mid '50s, we're now listening to music from the '90s. Which for our parents back in the 1980s, they listened to their 50s, 50s music, and so we've become our parents. Because my mom, which used to work in the officers' club, uh, I always used to make her these tapes to listen to, and it was all her 50s and 60s music. Okay, fine, whatever. No, it's kind of cool. But now that I'm my mom's age, like wow, my 90s music is like her 50s music, which was my grandfather's 1920s music. Abdul, I have had a great two and a half hours with you this morning. Why you got to bring me down like this? <laughs> Come on, man. I'm still cool. I, I am like Stacy's mom. Yeah. You, you got it going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, however, but, well, it might be a little selfish, but yes, 90s alternative rock, classic rock, oh, now classic rock was some of the best music ever made yes i agree so and sadly it'll be lost to history in another 30 years a little bit off and by the by the way the nirvana baby is like suing nirvana yes yeah we talked uh jerry lopez and i talked about this um on tuesday afternoon when i was in here with him and so apparently every time they re-release that album then that starts the clock back over on his ability to sue so i saw an interview with the nirvana baby who's now in his 30s yeah and he was cool with it he thought you know it's a it's a fun nice little fun fact that he can throw out at parties but um 
apparently they see dollar signs and now they're suing again and they want some residuals from that. Well, it's your parents with the problem, not not the kid. Right, exactly. So well, <laughs> although even even California prosecutors are saying, well, it's child pornography and I I don't know. I, it's one of the most iconic album covers out there. Which maybe if the album sucked, nobody would have ever known about it. But yeah. But instead, <laughs> it ended up being a fantastic album, and here we are. And he wants to get paid. Who doesn't? <laughs> we all want to get paid. However, I just. Or I thought you used to jokingly say, "Just wear a mask. At least it looks like you're stealing." <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the Brad Klopfenstein threshold, I would say, "Listen, man, just accept." Enjoy the fact that you got to be on an album cover like that and point to it and say, "Yeah, that was me." And you don't don't cause an issue. Yep, I just have the have the group sign it, except for Kurt Cobain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're gonna be missing one. Yeah. The, and I guess I know, I don't know exactly what he's asking for. I don't know if he's asking for a hundred dollars or a hundred thousand or a million. But uh, but yeah, anyhow, that that is back in play. And now with most music being streamed anyway. Who buys the album cover anymore? Oh, nobody. I mean, it, it's funny. When I hear that artists have released an album, I'm like, really? Did they release 10 songs? Usually now they just drop a song. And yeah, it ends up on you see, that, playlist. I'd, I'd much rather have uh, my music via Spotify or iTunes or Odyssey or whatever they call it these days. Because the old, the old joke used to be like, there was like one side of the album, which was the A side, there was the B side. There's really like two or three songs of the CD that I actually liked, and the rest were right. like, ah. Eh. Whatever. So what is that going to do for live music and entertainment? I mean, you know, the big super groups were super because everybody heard their music. I mean, you only had three outlets to, to hear music. So everybody, you know, that was kind of the, uh, the soundtrack to people's lives growing up. But now that people can self-select from an infinite number of genres and periods of time when it was recorded, you don't have to wait for a radio station to play it. Um, Actually, the way you make your money now is uh, through concerts and merchandising. Okay, but that, how do you get people to your concerts? We, you know, first you have they have to hear your music. Yeah, you, you assume that they, they assume that they download the music on Spotify or Odyssey or, or whatever it is, or, or their own streaming service. Like, hey, I really like Taylor Swift. I'm going to go contribute to Taylor Swift's billion dollar empire. That, whether yeah. it's Taylor Swift, Beyonce, or there's one other uh, female artist who's like really big uh, right now. Uh, that's how they make their money through all the merchandise and all the t-shirts and spaceballs, the breakfast lunchbox, spaceballs, the breakfast, spaceballs, the flamethrower. The kids love this one. <laughs> so, so the, the album, Brad and Abdul sing the hits. How are we going to get that in front of people so that we can pack a stadium with 60,000 screaming fans? Um, once, once I figure that out, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> if you're listening to us right now and you consider yourself a fan, please scream. <laughs> there we go. Just heard it. Uh, yeah, we heard it. Thank you, one person in the hallway. Um, all right. Abdul, there is a list that came out. The, the end of year, there's a lot of lists. And this list, uh, the top 10 causes that Hoosier supported at change.org in 2023. So I'm going to read these from 10 to 1. And I just want to get your thoughts on each one of these to see if this is a thing, if this is not a thing, and if there's some backstory that we're missing. Because on most of these, I was like, are you kidding me? That's a thing? Uh, so number 10, actually, I love number 10, and I do have information on this, uh, is to allow backyard chickens in Greenwood, Indiana. Why, can't have a farm or something? Or Well, so uh, I years ago, a few years ago, I was on the Marion County Board of Zoning Appeals. And 
we would occasionally, uh, there was like two or three times they brought us in for training sessions and we would, you know, just talk about topics and there would be experts who were in there. And I remember one of the training sessions, somebody said there are two types of cities in this country, those that have had chicken wars and those that will have chicken <laughs> wars. And this is a big, big deal on people who want to do urban farming and raise chickens in their neighborhood and other people that don't want to hear those damn roosters. Well, I, I do have a chicken story, believe it or not. Okay. My mother-in-law lives up in Noblesville, as you well know. Up in, I've been to her place, yes. Uh, she, has, she, has, she has goats and chickens because mm -hmm. she loves that stuff. Okay, fine. Uh, but before she got her chickens, she got her chickens at the state fair, but she had to go to work. And so she gave the chickens to my wife to hold for her while she I, I went. Had the, I have this fear that this is not going to end well. Well, <laughs> For well, a wife or a chicken. Well, we had it. We had it. We had our dog cage, but the dog wasn't in the cage anymore. The story keeps getting worse, you know. So we had to put the chickens in the dog cage. Okay. Until my mother-in-law came to pick them up, and so all night long, I'm hearing this barking, this this clucking sound of chickens all night long. So the chickens were fine. My wife was fine, but I wasn't. <laughs> now. And so I just remember telling my wife, honey, the next time we have birds in this house, they'll be accompanied by wild rice and a nice and a nice white wine. Yes. Thank you. So now, does your mother-in-law, does she actually kill them and butcher them herself? No, she just uses them just for eggs. eggs. Just for oh, eggs. Oh, just for the eggs. Okay. So when Sheila and I lived out um, across from Community East Hospital, um, our neighbors behind us got some chickens, which was interesting because occasionally those chickens would hop the fence and get in our yard to which our indoor-outdoor cat would then chase chickens all around the backyard and create chaos. Yes. So although, one of the funniest things was Sheila grabbing a chicken and holding it up tight to her to try to put it back and keep the cat from going after it, which the chicken was twice the size of the cat. I'm not sure what the cat would have done with it. But. And somewhere in my Google Photos profile, I have a picture of me holding a chicken. So, so are, are you going to be carrying a sign that says, I'm pro-chicken and I vote? No. Okay, you're anti-chicken and I'm, you vote. I, I, I like chicken fried. That's how I like my chickens. Mm. <laughs> All right. Or number five beans and nice Chianti sauce. Number nine on this list of the top 10 causes that Hoosier supported at change.org. Uh, number nine, Indiana judges started denying gender marker changes. Huh. So I I don't know a lot about gender marker changes. And again, I'm th that's why I'm surprised this is in the top 10. Well, see, my thing on, uh, on gender markers, I always tell people, Sex is binary, gender is fluid. Mm -hmm. Because what was considered masculine a hundred years ago would not be considered masculine today. Correct. So that's why I say gender is fluid, sex isn't. Either 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 you got either you got indoor plumbing or outdoor plumbing. That <laughs> that's it. That's why you were the comedian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, so I got nothing else to add on that one. So number eight on this list of top ten causes that Hoosier supported, uh, protect those that protect us. Mental health for first responders. Um, th is this a big issue? Um, I would say, uh, yeah, because uh, a lot of mental health, a lot of spot, uh, because of the shortage of mental health responders, uh, people are just being forced to work overtime, overtime, overtime. And so uh, deal with mental health issues, which Indiana is actually facing, that actually makes sense to me. That That's something I could sign. 
I actually think that mental health and mental dealing with mental health crisis will probably be the big issue for the second half of this decade. Yes. And that's just, I mean, you look out the window here on Monument Circle, there are, there are unhoused Hoosiers that are sitting here sleeping on the circle right now. If you go through the inner, if you go down East Street between Ohio Street and Market Street, it is just a freaking circus over there. And most of those people used to be housed in mental health, in, you know, institutions. Now, the state of Indiana dropped the ball and they abused them and treated them badly, which is why those places closed. And now we have a homeless problem. So Exactly. Because my thing with, with, uh, with homeless people and mental health issue is if you're a liberal, how could you stand and see your fellow human beings suffer like that? And if you're a conservative, how could you stand and see your fellow human beings suffer like that? I, I feel horrible for these people. I mean, they have mental health issues. There's certainly drug abuse issues, but they need treatment and they are not receiving the treatment given the current circumstances. Right, and every and every year we have a, a different anti-homeless uh, anti-homeless program uh, that's been trotted out, and it seems like the next year we're going to be doing the same thing all over again. So now, are these groups that will come down and just hand out food? Are they helping or hurting the problem? What I call the homeless industrial complex. Yes. Which, which is what I call them, because uh, I would love to see a charity go out of business because that charity isn't necessarily needed anymore because that problem is solved. As my good friend Mr. Kloppenstein used to say, but where there's money involved, it's probably not. Yeah. So, yes, I, 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 but yes, if you're just randomly handing out stuff, um, I think that that is, that is not solving the problem and just creating a trash issue downtown. Uh, so number seven on this list of causes, this is a big one. And I bet this one, because it's, it's new, I think that's the only reason it's at seven. It might be number one next year. It is stop the leap pipeline protect our aquifer preserve our water you see but but here's the thing about the whole uh, water resource thing and, it, and it's a conversation that indiana is going to be having over the course of the next uh, couple years you know do we have enough water uh water to me is like coal it's like electricity there are lots of water in some places not a whole lot of water in other places so how do you get the water from one place uh to another place so to, to me that's going to be the the big question the big issue and also uh my issue is this who owns the aquifer that, well, and that's the bigger question of, you know, yeah, how far out until you no longer have a, a claim that aquifer? Does it belong to the state of Indiana and the state of Indiana can put it anywhere they want? Does Illinois have a claim? Because it's like of, airspace. It is. How yes. much of the, how much of the space above your house do you own before it becomes? Yeah. So, yes, I think that that's going to be wrestled with. Do you think that this is going to hold up that LEAP project? Um, I don't think so. I think the leak project is going to go through because a lot of the issues against it are emotional, not necessarily logic and rational. Okay. So that voice you just heard, he is Abdul Hakeem Shabazz. My name is Brad Kloffenstein. We are sitting in today for Kendall and Casey. When we come back, we're going to go through the top six on this list, and uh, we'll get Abdul's thoughts and uh, wrap up the show. This is 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Johnston plays all the hits. I love it. He's our producer, by the way. This is Brad Kloffenstein. And today with Abdul Hakim Shabazz, we are filling in for the vacationing Kindle and Casey today. You're listening to 93 WIBC. Abdul, I'm having a blast with you, man. Yeah, it's always good to be back. It is. It's it's like the old days when you and I <laughs> used to do this on WXNT from time to time. So, uh just Any a, help? Just a couple, couple of cocktail napkins and a slight hangover from that, the night that's before. That's exactly it. I remember your uh, your bachelor party. Oh, yeah. We were out downtown. And, uh, Ab- usually, Abdul was pretty good about maintaining himself, but he was starting to get into the sauce a little bit. And I was like, Abdul, I go, I want you to have fun. I'm going to make you an offer, and my gift to you is, if you overindulge, call me anytime tonight i didn't offer to take you home but i did offer to do your show which you had to be in there for at like 5 30 in the morning i wasn't even back to my car You're like mr cloudstein well, uh, take up on your offer <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun well that in the old days of uh when i had to do i did something with the governor and he, he came in a uh, pension form it's like db cooper sort of jumping out the show Jumping out, get out the plane like midstream. Like, hey, Brett, take over. I got to go talk to Mitch Daniels real quick. That's exactly how it went. Yeah, I, I got the the short notice call in, and and yeah, you tagged me in like we were professional wrestling. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I love it. All right, so so let's finish up this list of the top ten causes that Hoosiers supported at Change.org. Uh, number six: Tell Congress to award the major to award Major Taylor the Congressional Gold Medal. Major Taylor was the uh, bicycling superstar yeah. from. Indiana back at the turn of the last century. I think there's a movie coming out about him or and just came a, out. And there's a picture on one uh his picture on one side of the building. It says a mural. Yes. So I, I want to say on Mass Ave, I think it is. I think might might be. But might anyhow. Be, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that's an interesting one. That's that's one I certainly can get behind. Uh number five, stop canine overpopulation in Indianapolis. I don't which I'm all for spade neutering your pets, but I don't see how you're gonna do that with a with a petition. I, I don't know how you're going to do it with a petition, although it is, like you say, spay and neuter your pets. And by the way, if you got a pit bull, don't breed it. Everybody else has a pit bull, too. It has no value, and it's going to end up in the pound. That's exactly. Just, it's my two cents on it. Uh, number four, this one's interesting. Uh, keep the Kinsey Sex Institute at Indiana University. Which which I never understood that whole thing, because uh, Indian lawmakers a couple years ago uh got rid of funding for iu and the kins institute i was like why yeah and they didn't really explain why it was like a quick amendment uh to a bill my thing is this uh when it comes to things like the kins institute and also uh things like thc and hemp i honestly think if more people had kinsey type stuff in their lives or hemp they'd probably be a lot less a lot less uptight amen which is although we go back to our earlier topic some people want to have too much sex. Other other legislators don't want anybody to have any sex. Where at least we're not going to talk about it. Sex is what is the uh, that that's um, the song from the '80s. Sex is natural. Sex is good. And not everybody does it, but everybody should. Yes, exactly. 
So, or I want sex and candy. Yeah. <laughs> all, all that. Uh, number three, save hospital-based midwifery care in Lafayette, but apparently only in Lafayette. Oh, I didn't know that was... I didn't, I didn't know the midwifery was still... I knew it was still a thing because some people have like natural home childbirth. Yeah, the home childbirths and... Or yeah. like have the baby in the bathtub and all right. the water and everything, but okay, fine, whatever. There, there must be a, a behind-the-scenes story on this because that's number three for the entire state of Indiana, and it seems to be Lafayette-specific. So apparently they were polling... Maybe one of the hospitals was polling funding on that. I, and, and the other thing, too, is it uh, kind of makes me wonder with change.org... How many people who actually sign these things are from the places where it's an issue? Right, exactly. Is there a bunch of people from California? Yeah. So I, I'm not sure how, yeah. Uh, hopefully they're saying this, these are Hoosiers supporting Hoosier causes. So we got two big ones left here. Um, number two, ban the use of foothold dog-proof raccoon traps in Indiana. I would never sign that. I can't stand those damned creatures. <laughs> raccoons love dogs raccoons no it's, it's wearing a mask it's got rabies the trash pandas trash pandas yeah like no we're, we're good <laughs> so i think we've got a family of raccoons that lives in the storm sewer outside of our place in lawrence wow so every once in a while i'll see them pop out at night and then when a car comes by they'll go scurrying back down into the storm sewer i don't know how they get down in there or back out and what they do down there but because i couldn't remember whether, whether raccoons are mammals or marsupials um, they're, I, I'm sure that, I think they're a mammal, so, but. I, uh, I know possums are marsupials. Right. Um, that's a good question on the raccoons. So, raccoon news. That's, <laughs> <laughs> breaking raccoon news, Abdul. Do yeah, you it's have, a mammal. Yeah, it's a it mammal. is a mammal? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, it's, I'm not sure what its closest relative is but it, it the, is only, the only raccoon i like is rocket raccoon from guardians of the galaxy that's yeah. about it okay um actually uh sun king has a raccoon beer out right now it's an ipa let's try it okay there we go so uh, number one um anti-bullying is the number one cause supported by hoosiers at change.org in 2023 so um how big of an issue do you think this is? Obviously, it's number one. Uh, is this kind of like the old sad student that gets drunk driving, where at least in my high school, all the sad members were the big partiers, and they just did it to convince people they weren't the partiers? So is this just being supported by all the bullies, so all the bullies can say I'm anti-bullying? I, I guess so, but but then again, though, if you, if you want to uh, deal with bullying, uh, my father was so, told me something to go beat the hell out of him, and that'll that'll put that bully into an end real fast, real quick. It does. So I know that uh, that my wife had been a teacher up until recently. She's still considered a teacher. She deals with with blind students now, or actually blind preschool school students. But she was she would tend to say that yes, that it was typically the class bullies that were the biggest people about anti bullying. Yep. And why am I not surprised? Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> No, but good show, my friend. Very good show. I have enjoyed this immensely, Abdul. I enjoy hanging out with you for three hours at a stint anytime, really. So, uh, big plans this weekend? Uh, actually, we're going to uh, Brown County for New Year's Eve. It's a long story. You guys like going out into the woods. I've, yes, my wife does. Apparently, she, and she watched a lot of horror movies. Yes, She's she does. Tempted fate, I know how that goes. Sometimes they don't come back. It's, it's <laughs> a movie, dear. Just FYI. <laughs> you have been listening to the Kindle and Casey show. 
I've been your host, Brad Kloffenstein. Joining me today has been Abdul Hakeem Shabazz. Coming up after the news is Tony Katz. Thanks very much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Meow.